Maybe you had more desserts than you planned on. Maybe you drank more than you wanted to. Those are the facts. The fiction is everything else. It's the stories you, you tell yourself about the meal or the drinks or the dessert. It's the narrative you create for yourself. That is all fiction. Forget about that. Focus on the facts. You ate a little more. You ate a lot more. Whatever it might be, it's not the end of the world. It's only food. Hey there, Adam. We are back at last. It's good to Been be a back. Couple weeks. Yeah, it is. And uh, we apologize for the delay. You know, it's the season. Illness, it happens. But here we are. And we're just, gosh, a week out from the next holiday. I think we said it right right before Halloween. We're like, here we go. We're on, we're on the trajectory for all the holiday challenges. So here we are. Uh, up next is Thanksgiving. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Right, Adam? Yes. And it's not going to be your average Thanksgiving tip show. No. I mean, listen, <laughs> first of all, if you're working with us here at My Body Tutor, you've been in training. All right. You've got the tools. You've had meals out. You've had Halloween. You've probably had a birthday, perhaps a vacation, a work dinner. Right. Your tools are they're in your toolbox. They're shined up. They're ready to go. So yeah, not your average, you know, tips for Thanksgiving. We we kind of have a different spin on it. I kind of think we we led with this at Halloween. So this time, um, the goal is to really make this what we want to call an outlier event. And I, I want to give a shout out to a client of mine who called himself out the other day. He and his family were headed to Disneyland and he was like, listen, do you have any tips? And by the way, I realized this is an outlier event. It's not my typical day. So I'm not too worried about it, but I also want to keep my momentum going. That's exactly the frame of mind we want you in. Make this an outlier day. Just one day. Way out there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to go out there too long, right? Yep. yep. All right, Adam, you want to lead us in? Yes. So should we start with actual tactical tips for the day first? Because I know we have a lot of thoughts around this, given what you just said also. Yeah, let's just kind of get that out of the way because, you know, it's helpful to be reminded. Okay, so first thing first is, you know, your life, or at least my life, is not a Norman Rockwell painting. I think sometimes we have a lot of preconceived notions of how Thanksgiving should go. And, of course, as we know, expectations can be, uh, can hurt us if they're not met. So try to go into it without expectation. This is not a Norman Rockwell painting. You know, we have people that might be this way. We have people that might be that way. Just try to enjoy it. Try to let them be your teacher, as they say. Um, and, you know, I think if you go into it with that approach, it might be a little easier to deal with the difficult people in your life if you have any. Yeah, I like that. I like that. No, no idyllic expectations. Exactly. And of course, you know, disappointment, frustration, anger can lead us to overeat, right? So that's why... It is important. Um, yeah. Um, other other tips. You know, I think that um, I like to say no seat, no eat. It's so much easier mm -hmm. to overeat um, when we are standing up. Um, so a good rule of thumb, I think, is only allow yourself to eat while sitting down um, because it'll just it's just an extra catch, right? It's an extra check, you know, because either you can be 
standing around the table or the counter or whatever it might be, and you're just eating mindlessly, right? But if you sit down, you're giving yourself another chance to check yourself. No seat, no eat. Uh, I also think it's helpful, unless there's a really, really special appetizer, save yourself for the main event. Save yourself for the main course, the good stuff. You know, the appetizers that we've had many times over, to me, I'd rather skip those. I don't think those are necessarily worthwhile. I'd rather save myself for the stuff I don't usually eat. No, that's a great one. I, to kind of back you up on that one, well, more, more than no seat, no eat situation. If it's not on a plate in your hand or at the table, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And this is a great tip too for just like, even like just boundaries, right? Like I talk to my clients a lot. I'm like, the plate is your boundaries. Healthy relationships have healthy boundaries. The plate is our boundaries. This also applies to people you have a hard time dealing with at family holidays. <laughs> and I know a lot of times that comes up for my clients. They're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to deal with the discussions that are going to come up at these family events? Well, let your first line of defense be how you practice boundaries with the food that you eat on that day, right? If you're practicing healthy boundaries at your plate, you can also practice healthy boundaries with those people who may trigger you. Yes. Um, and, you know, going back to what I was kind of talking about focus on the special stuff, focus on the worthwhile stuff. To me, something has to be worthwhile in order for it to be, you know, good and, and for me to eat it. And to me, if it passes the two week test, right? Well, I remember this in at least two weeks time. And there's so many foods we eat, we don't even remember it the following day. So save yourself for the worth, worthwhile test. Again, will I remember this in two weeks time? I think that's a good litmus test to go into Thanksgiving with. Um, Interestingly enough, research has shown that small seconds are better than big firsts, right? Mm. So, you know, if Aunt Grace or whoever it might be makes her, you know, famous mashed potatoes. And of course, you know, for many people, food is like their way of expressing love. Um, she'll appreciate this too. Instead of taking a big first, you take a small, you take a small first and you also take a small second. And on your second time, you know, on your second uh, helping, you announce it. And Grace, I'm taking another helping of your mashed potatoes. They're so good, right? Obviously, that makes her feel good, which is wonderful. Um, but you're also actually eating less. Um, so uh, small, two, small first, um, twice instead of a big first helping, because I think you'll wind up eating less, um, which is interesting. And again, you might have the people in your family that say, "Hey, try this, try that." That's their food. That's their love language in in, in the way they express love. You know and uh, Give them that but you also don't also have to don't have to finish everything on your plate either right it could sit That's there fun. you know so so let me ask you this question um because i i feel like there's probably two schools of thought and you know we've been doing thanksgiving with our clients for a lot of years now um in my head there's a lot of people that i've heard say i'm going to save myself for the big meal i'm going to save myself i'm not going to eat all day long i'm going to be ready <laughs> to load it up. Where where do you fall on that line? Because in my head, I'm thinking like, no, I don't want to set myself up for like overeating, right? Mm -hmm. That's basically like saying, I'm going to overeat and I know it. And that pushes me into not feeling great on the other side. So what what's your thought on that? 
I mean, there's two schools of thought. Of course, there's a school of thought where it's like eat a normal breakfast, maybe even eat a lunch, and then, you know, Thanksgiving dinner is just another dinner, right? Maybe you eat a little more than usual, but that's it. And then there's a school of thought. It's like, hey, this is once a year. This is my favorite meal of the year, and I'm going for it. And to your original point, this is an outlier meal. Um, mm-hmm. So if that's what you want to do, great. But let's make sure we have a plan in place to recover so it doesn't turn into outlier meals, plural. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that because that is definitely the focus of this video. Um, all right. So permission granted, guys, to do this day however you want. And you know what? I gave a client, a longtime client of mine, that permission several years ago when we first started working together. And he admitted to me afterward, he was like, you know, the permission to just enjoy Thanksgiving was huge. It was huge. Like, set down the worry. Let's be clear. Everybody who may be on a weight loss or fitness journey, Thanksgiving isn't the day you make progress. Like, like, that's not a weight loss day. Not typically, right? At least not in America. Maybe somewhere else. Um, But yeah, let's, let's just let go and that's okay. Enjoy Thanksgiving because what you don't want, of course, you don't want to regret your choices and behaviors the following day. But you also don't want to be like, man, I just totally ruined my whole Thanksgiving because I was trying to diet my way through it. Right. Fit and happy is the goal, not fit and miserable. But miserable also, you know, the way I initially kind of created that is miserable is like, oh, you're eating salad, let's say, even though salad can be really enjoyable while everyone is eating pizza or turkey, whatever it might be, like, you know, whatever the meal. But miserable can also be you're miserable with your choices, to your point. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it doesn't feel good to go against your word or your commitments, but sometimes having that permission to say, you know what, today I'm placing that commitment or I'm placing that whatever it is away for just the meal can be helpful, right? Have some grace, have some uh, compassion, have some just, you know, forgiveness and allow yourself to enjoy it. Um, Yeah. Some other tips for the actual meal, slow down. You know, so often people daydream about their favorite food or their favorite meal. And then when they're actually eating it, they're shoveling it into their mouths. Slow down. Pretend you're a food critic. Savor the flavor. Fork and knife down between bites. Sips of water between bites, ideally. Just slow down. Enjoy the people if you can. Enjoy the experience. Enjoy the company. You know, for some people, there's not that many times where they get to sit around a table with all their family. So just try to enjoy it if possible. Also, I mentioned water. You know, another tip is alcohol, right? To drink or not to drink always tricky. You know, usually we have a few drinks, our inhibitions, you know, go down. We, you know, our short-term irrational mind gets louder uh, and it becomes harder to make good choices or choices that we might feel good about. So just keep that in mind. uh, If you're going to drink, if you are, one rule of thumb I like is try to sip water with the drink, with the alcohol drink, just to slow yourself down, to pace yourself. Um, So that's a decision you have to make. But again, I like to think of alcohol drinks as a donut. So you're going to have a donut with your Thanksgiving meal. Up to you. Uh, What else we got? Um, You know, I also think Thanksgiving is not just about the food, right? It's about activities. It's about fun. It's about maybe watching some football, maybe playing games. Um, What's the game where you, you know, you have to uh, guess what it is? It's, uh, what is it called? Um, Charades? What? Charades? charades or catchphrase um i was trying to set you up to actually play the game with the, with the game oh dang well <laughs> did i guess it <laughs> no, i think so i 
thought it was catchphrase, but it might be charades too. I mean, it's all, you know, there's a lot of things you can do that are fun, right? And maybe plan some fun activities after dinner, before dinner. Try to enjoy it though. It does not only have to be food, right? Food is a part of it, certainly, but there's other things you can do with everyone around. Um, other things, uh, I mean, if, you know, one thing I like is always, you know, no eating in the closet, right? There's a lot of people, especially people who are hosting, they're busy, they go in the kitchen, they're taking an extra bite of this, an extra bite of that when no one's looking. You know, one of the things I like to say is what you eat in private, you wear in public, right? What you eat in hmm. private, you wear in public. So there's no shame. Eat in front of everyone. You don't have to sneak anything. It's only food. It's not your best friend. It's not your worst enemy. It's only food. So try to eat in front of people, no sneaking. Um, you know, I think that's important. Um, and then, you know, to your point, uh, you mentioned, think about how you want to feel, right? I think that's really important. It really is helpful to think about how you want to feel when your head hits the pillow at the end of the day, when, you know, at the end of the meal, um, all that good stuff, right? How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel, just, you know, so stuffed, you can't even move, you can't even walk, like, I don't know. To me, that's not necessarily the best way to feel. But think about how you want to feel. Um, and, you know, last but not least in terms of the action meal, and we kind of touched on it, is, you know, perfection does not exist. The goal is progress. The goal is, you know, slowing down. The goal is uh, better than before. But it is not. there's no such thing as a perfect Thanksgiving meal. Um, you know, as we said, this is an outlier event. We want to get away from that. And to me, it's all about this, which is what we're going to talk about now is, you know, what happens late at night, right? So after the meal, are you eating another kind of second Thanksgiving meal? What happens on Friday morning or Friday during the day? That's where the results actually happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I, I have to tell you, Adam, I, the thing I see, and this isn't just with these kind of outlier meals, right? Like I'm not just talking about vacations or holidays or birthdays or work events. I'm talking about the people I work with on a day-to-day -day basis who hit bumps in the road. The number one thing I see that gets in their way is judging themselves for hitting a bump. That judgment, that judgment, guys, that's the one thing that you have to work to let go of. No matter how your Thanksgiving goes, it goes. It's done. It's in the past. Dust yourself off and move on. Because let me tell you something, probably nine out of 10 people in this country celebrating Thanksgiving, they're going to hit a bump. They're going to hit a bump. And the difference between you listening to this or watching this or working with us and them is we're going to get up and we're going to keep going. We're going to have a plan in place for feeling good on Friday, no matter what. And just moving forward and letting Thanksgiving be an outlier. And I encourage you to do this with all of your bumps in the road. We need those bumps. They're going to happen, right? But it's that piece of judgment. What do you think about that, Adam? Yeah. You know, our most successful clients are able to recover right away, right? So they have a bump in the road and they get back on track right away. And I think the key to that is your point is ultimately it's self-compassion, right? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things I want you guys to try doing is separate fact from fiction, right? So the fact is maybe you ate a lot on Thanksgiving. Maybe you had more desserts than you planned on. Maybe you drank more than you wanted to. Those are the facts. The fiction is everything else. It's the stories you, you tell yourself about the meal or the drinks or the dessert. It's the narrative you create for yourself. That is all fiction. Forget about that. Focus on the facts. You ate a little more. You ate a lot more. Whatever it might be. 
It's not the end of the world. It's only food. The key is we focus on the facts and we move forward. Forget about the fiction, right? That's where we get into trouble is we beat ourselves up. We create this story or it's, you know, here I go again or why can't I? Like, no, forget that. It's one meal. Have the self-compassion and practice it. It is a skill. Self-compassion is a skill. It is not something you're just born with. It's a skill because we're naturally wired to focus on all the things that go wrong versus all the things that go right. Definitely. And the thing is, it's not a moral failing. Like, so what? You ate an extra piece of pie. So what? You had a late night turkey sandwich. I mean, I'm looking forward to leftovers. You know, it doesn't mean we're bad people just because we ate more than we planned to or had a couple drinks more than we planned to. Whatever. You're human. And the truth is, you're not trying to hurt yourself. You're trying to help yourself. You're trying to have fun. You're trying to feel good, right? So in the morning with that self-compassion, acknowledge that. You weren't there going, I'm going to burn myself to the ground. No, I'm having a good time. And I had a little more of a good time than I planned on having. (laughs) So, and here's the other thing. We're all adults here. So we do kind of have to be like, all right, these are my outcomes today, right? Hopefully we're not too far in the ditch that it's, it's a lot of work to get out of, but you can, you can just get up. And I would encourage you, yes, Think about some of these tactics that Adam has shared for the actual day, for the meal. But think about what you're going to do on Friday. What are you going to do on Saturday? What are you going to do on Sunday? Right? We're not waiting till Monday to hook back in, people. Do not wait until Monday. Have a plan. It doesn't have to look at like going out and running like a half marathon on Friday. That's not what I'm talking about. But can you hook back into your routine meals some exercise, things that feel good, right? Like we don't want that to lag and wait until Monday because then we're getting into that bit of a roller coaster and we've got more holidays ahead. Right. That's the thing is watch out for that spiral effect, right? The spiral effect is you have, you know, quote unquote, bad Thanksgiving in your mind and you kind of just go down this slippery slope and then you, before you know it, you're saying, all right, you know what? Screw it. I'll start fresh Jan 1, right? But of course, Jan 1 is usually not a Monday, so we have to wait until whenever the next Monday is, and it just becomes a spiral effect. If this video could be anything, it really would be, instead of focusing on Thursday, Thanksgiving, let's focus on Friday. Yeah, That is where the magic is. And it doesn't mean you can't have leftovers. Leftovers are wonderful and delicious. I love them too. But it also doesn't have to be a full out, you know, Thanksgiving fest every single meal for the entire long weekend, right? So maybe you'll have leftovers on Friday for lunch, for dinner, but maybe you can get a walk-in. Maybe you can get a workout in. Maybe you can skip the snacks, right? Like there's still, you know, we still want to focus on Friday. To me, that's what this video is all about. Not Thursday. It's all about Friday. Um, mm-hmm. We want to, you know, catch ourselves and get right back on the, um, um, you know, on track. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's it. That's it. Everybody's going to do a good lift on Friday. Not necessarily in the gym. I mean, lift yourself up. <laughs> we right. got to keep going. We got to keep going. Right. Practice recovering, practice making a U-turn, practice self-compassion. Those are all skills. They're all skills. And any person who is healthy and fit, they have mastered those skills. And it usually comes down to self-compassion, right? Practice that though. Um, And, you know, I think another thing people kind of start getting into is I'll wait until the coast is clear, right? But the reality is there's always something on the horizon. There's never a perfect time. And that's the idea because If we wait for the perfect time, then we're going to continue to wait, right? The idea is to figure this out and work through this, through the holidays, through the, you know, tough times of the year. So you can sustain this, right? Waiting for the perfect time is just delaying the inevitable.
And, you know, eventually you're going to have to work through this because otherwise it's just an off and on switch. And we know what that means, right? Off and on, all or nothing leads to nothing every single time. The goal is right. always something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the perfect time doesn't teach you anything, by the way. It's not the perfect times that are in your way. <laughs> so if you're only practicing things during the perfect times, you're not getting any better. Right. Right. So I think we, I think there's a lot of tactical tips you can try on Thursday. But for me and Haley, I know what's most important for us is Friday. Friday is where the magic happens. Instead of, you know, worrying so much about, you know, Halloween, let's say, or Thanksgiving or any other number of special meals you might face in the next few months, focus on the meal after the day after that is where the magic happens. And if you do that, then I promise you, this is just a quote unquote bump and you'll be right back at it. Sounds good, Adam. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Let us know how your Thanksgiving goes. Feel free to leave us comments, um, and reviews on the podcast or on our YouTube site. Send Adam emails. He loves emails. Loves emails. Send them. Love emails. <laughs> and, you know, just from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much for, you know, being a part of the My Body Tutor family. Um, we're truly grateful for all of you. And, you know, we wish you a healthy, happy Thanksgiving. Um, and we look forward to uh, continuing to do what we do and helping you realize your full potential. Absolutely. Guys, take care, stay healthy, and we'll see you on the flip side.